Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Dr. Amankor and each week we will bring you an important message as we explore how to detox toxic relationships. The aim of this podcast is for you to unlock your own inner knowing, your own inner greatness, so you can know how to heal from the impact of a toxic relationship so you can get your life back on track and live your best life. After all, we are all worthy of loving our life. Today we're going to be looking at some phrases that narcissists say. It will help you understand what they're saying and what they really mean by it. What is actually going on behind the scenes of every single comment that they're making? And these are screaming narcissists. These phrases scream narcissists and it enables you to really understand who is a narcissist and, and, and see the red flag sooner. So I hope this really helps you. Now, if you are looking, if you have been in a toxic relationship, you will have some trauma. And if you want to heal yourself so that you can move on with your life and actually really fulfill your potential, then please look into the resources section where you can apply for a one-to-one session with someone in my team or with myself and we will look at what you need to do so that you can uh, move forward. And if you're interested, I have an incredible, fantastic program that is helping women really step into their self-worth and cultivate a sense of self-love so that they can live the life they truly deserve and want for themselves. So let's look at (laughs) these phrases that actually show you that you're go- you are with a narcissist, that you are around a narcissist. So the one thing that you must remember that a narcissist always wants to have the final word. So no matter what you say, it doesn't matter what you say, they will want to have the final word because ultimately what we're looking at here is they don't they don't want you to be in control they need to be in control of you mind body soul everything they don't think of you as a human being remember they don't have empathy because they don't have any empathy they don't feel like you are a human being that has the right to having their own opinions and thoughts so for them it's all about how can i be more elevated than you at all times And even the slightest thing that you say or do, which makes them feel like you have an opinion, you have your own mind, they will feel like you're being um, argumentative with them because you are not just taking on board what they are telling you. So what we're going to do is we're going to look at some of the phrases and see how they will always want to win and always be in control of you. Um, So the first thing that we want to look at is... Um, there's phrases like something like you will never find a more loyal supporter than me and it can be something like no one else will love you there might be variations to this phrase it kind of sounds positive but it's not (laughs) it's definitely not positive Um, because there's a dig in there like you'll never find a more loyal supporter than me or no one else will love you the way I love you so with so much passion or love or no one else will marry you. See, I did, but no one else will marry you. Remember, <laughs> it's ridiculous, right? This 
phrase that is, is going to show up, but it will potentially show up where they're trying to say, they're questioning whether, you know, you have, they're questioning you. If you question them in any way, shape or form, they will question the fact that you are questioning them. So for instance, they're saying, you will not have a more loyal supporter than me. Um, and that is saying something like, you cannot question my motives ever. So if we look at the underlying message that's going on underneath this, you will never have a more loyal supporter or no one else loves you the way I do. It's basically saying you cannot question my motives ever because I'm the only person that ever loved you or is loyal to you. You cannot question me because I am the only person loyal to you. You have to be loyal to me in everything I say. You can't question me. That means loyalty to them means that you can't question them. You know, it's like you owe me. You know, you owe me so much. You owe your life to me because I did this for you. And you might even hear sometimes they'll say things like, you know, um, remember, you know, you were at Tesco's or some other supermarket before... I got you on board and there's nothing wrong with working in Tesco's but it's like they are actually trying to tell you that if it wasn't for them you would be a nobody or a nothing and uh, if you question my motives if you aren't loyal to me for what I've done for you then there's something wrong with you when in fact obviously we know that that's not the case there's something wrong with them this is just this is just another way of gaslighting. They're setting you up to gaslight you. It's like the setup process. You know, it's a reminder and setting you up that I'm going to gaslight you soon and I'm going to be setting you up. It might be in the next minute. It might be in the next hour. It might be over the next month because I'm doing something that I need to gaslight you over and I want you to make sure that you don't question me. I need you to be really loyal to whatever I say, even if it sounds completely ridiculous. And the truth is, it's actually impossible if we look at the statement, it's actually impossible for the narcissist to know the truth. It's actually a complete lie because how can the narcissist know whether they are the most loyal person to you ever? How can you know whether this person, the narcissist, is the most loyal person to you. They don't know every single person in your life. They don't know every single person that you've been with. Even if they're your mother, your father, and they've known you all your life, they do not know all your friends, all the rest of the family, whether they are more loyal to you or not, or are more, you can trust them more or not. You know, so that's, the first thing you need to look out for. I hope that gives you something to think about. And it's really straightforward, um, a lie. It's an illusion that they're creating. So the second phrase that they might say, and it's quite a common one, but it's also, it might be straightforward. They're just, it's a statement of total invalidation. They might say something like, do you know how ridiculous you sound? or something very similar to that. They'll have a certain saying that they almost say, and it's it'll be quite familiar to you as well. They will let you know that, that you, if you have a thought 
or a preference or even an interpretation or an idea or an opinion that doesn't even doesn't match with them even if it's a slight variation it's like they're saying to you one of us has to be right and one of us has to be wrong remember the narcissist is always about win or lose there's nothing there's no gray there's no like yeah we we both can have a win-win no 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 there's no win-win in a narcissist life it's win or lose i'm better and you're worse is that kind of vibe all the time. And we all know, even when something is obviously wrong, they will think that they are right. So they might say, the sky is green. And we know that that isn't true. It's completely not true and it's utterly ridiculous. But they will say to you, do you know how ridiculous you sound by saying that the sky is blue? Don't you know that the sky is green? And that's, you know, that's not normal. You know, if, if someone said to you, you know, who's not a narcissist, the sky is green and then you said, no, I see it as blue, you, you would say, oh, tell me, you know, what is it that you're seeing and what is it that I'm seeing? And you can have a conversation and you can discuss and they will just put you down. So hence why it's so difficult to parent with a narcissist because everything they say even if it's obvious that it's wrong they will make out that you are the ridiculous one that you are wrong and they're just basically reminding you in the relationship that what they're really saying is that their opinion and their interpretation of life is all that matters and we know that they're creating an illusion all the time and they will remind you all the time that actually when you see something differently to them no matter how obvious it is that it's the truth they will say that you are the ridiculous one because you're seeing it even if they know they're wrong this is very important they might even realize that they're wrong but it doesn't matter about wrong and right for a narcissist the truth is irrelevant all that matters is control and power they will stick to that point and not budge from it because it doesn't matter about the truth. All that matters to them is that their opinion is right and your opinion must never count. Hence, they will never see the truth, no matter what. That's, that's what's really difficult why the narcissist finds it so difficult to change because they can't go inward it's it's like all that matters is what I think and that's how they dehumanize another person and you can really feel this you know that they're they de you can't have an opinion you can't what you say doesn't matter and it hurts now let's look at the third now this one is just whenever I hear this is like you really, really, really need to be suspicious. Is this a narcissist? Especially if you're looking, you know, you're meeting new people, you're maybe looking at new relationships. You really, really want to look out for this. If someone says that their ex was completely crazy, that they were really, you know, uh, emotionally unstable or they were really crazy hmm red flag big red flag <laughs> do 
Sure enough, if there's times when you, you know, there's a breakup and sometimes obviously we know when we've been with someone who like is a narcissist and, you know, it could be a friendship or whoever and we know that there's something not right, you probably wouldn't go all out and say this person's a complete crazy person. You might try and explain to somebody, oh, you know, I think my ex was a narcissist and it was difficult. But you wouldn't, you'd describe it very differently to how a narcissist would describe it. They would just say that this person was completely crazy, um, everything was wrong with them, They and they are a victim, yeah? Whereas when you might describe something, you would say, I think they were a narcissist, but I've learned something, I've gone inward. You, there's a, still an element of self-reflection of what you could have done differently, how you could have learned, I didn't see the red flags, but actually now looking back, I can see them, you know, I've learned a lot from the relationship, I've learned a bit about myself, what I do like, what I don't like, you know, whereas they are different, they're constantly the victim and everything about that person was totally crazy and they were totally wrong. It's like there was nothing that they could have done, there's no sense of self-reflection, of what I could have done differently or was it me? Normally, when people are coming out of relationships, even if it is with a narcissist, most people that aren't narcissists will tend to think, you know, was there something I did wrong? Because you remember, they are triggering you and you have narcissistic trauma. So, as in this trauma because of a narcissistic relationship. So you will find that you will question yourself that, oh, I tend to react more, I tend to get triggered more, I tend to get more emotional. So you will go inward and think, okay, what can I change about me? How can I heal myself? What can I do? Um, whereas a narcissist completely bypasses that and it's just completely, the other person was totally crazy and that's why blah, 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 and my name is victim, my middle name is victim basically, as far as the narcissist is concerned. So, and if they're bigging you up at the beginning um, that, you know, you're amazing and that person was really crazy and you're nothing like them, you really need to run because what they're doing is they're setting you up so that you are under their control because somewhere you don't want to be like that, be called crazy like the previous partner. You're trying really hard, you're being set up to try and be bigger, better, more amazing, more emotionally stable, more this, more that, so that you don't end up being like their previous partner. And it's just a really subtle way of starting control. So they're keeping you under their control. Now the fourth common phrase that screams narcissist is something like, why can't you just move on? You know, or why can't you let it go? Or so, or they might say something else, but typically this happens, say if they've got caught doing something, they've got caught cheating, they've got caught um, gambling away all the financial money, they've got caught lying, they've got whatever it is, they basically will not take responsibility. Remember, narcissists do not take responsibility for anything they've done. They want you to hide everything under the carpet, ignore what they've done, and then you to be responsible for clearing up the mess. That's the thing. What a narcissist does is like they drop a bomb, they walk off, 
They wait for you to go around cleaning it up. You might be going around finding therapists for them and this for them and that for them to help them with their this problem, that problem. And actually, they're not dealing with anything. They, they're just letting you deal with it. And then they come back and say, well, you missed a bit. You didn't clear that bit up or you didn't do that or you didn't do that because they're not ever responsible for anything. They don't want you to ever make them look at their negatives. If they do, it's very superficial. They really don't have a sense of accountability. They cannot be responsible. Yeah. The fifth very common phrase that you'll hear from the narcissist is straight up an accusation. Something like, you have to be the most selfish person that I've ever known. Oh, dearie me. Or they can throw some comments about you being really controlling. You know, that they've, or you being the most insecure person, they will always do that. And what these strong statements about your character are, and, and obviously you just back off straight away. This is projection. You know, when they are, when you start seeing who they really are, you will see they project so much. And when it becomes obvious that they're projecting, you will always see how they're projecting. It's like they're actually talking to themselves in the mirror. They're actually saying it to you, but really, they're actually talking about themselves. They might be calling you egotistical, selfish, um, you know, only care about themselves. You know, it, it's projection they won't come to terms with what's inside of them, ever. Remember, they are never going to acknowledge what's really going on. But they will, because of that, the only thing they can do is blame you for being selfish because you are not allowing them to control you. They will call you controlling because you are not allowing them to control you. They will call you abusive because you are not allowing them to abuse you. You know, and and they will they can't tolerate the fact that you might have an your own mind. For them, it's like, who do you think you are having your own mind? You are so selfish that you are not doing what I want you to do all the time. You are so selfish for being your own person. How dare you? That's the kind of thing that they're really saying here. And all it is, is they're projecting everything that is going on inside of them so that they, you know, they're calling you selfish and it is, it is ridiculous when you think about that, you know, like you are so abuse, you are abusing me because you're not allowing me to abuse you. That's how they see it. They see it as that, you know, that's, that's the ridiculousness. It's, it's just, it is crazy when you think about it. The sixth phrase that screams narcissist is a simple one that I'm sure you've heard plenty of times as well. They will either say it out loud or they'll imply it. And all these phrases might be implied or they might clearly say it. It depends on how sophisticated the narcissist is. 
Um, they might say something along the lines of you're so sensitive or they make you wrong for having feelings or they make out that you're weak for having feelings and they might even say to you, you shouldn't be crying, you shouldn't be having any emotions, you know, you shouldn't, you're overreacting or you can't handle things, you're not very strong, you're very weak, you know, um, and let's suppose you have responded to something that they've said or done and it it's obviously you know being with a narcissist they're constantly messing with your emotions all the time and you feel emotionally hurt you know and they're telling you in what they're really saying is you have to suppress your emotions at all times with me um and for them it's like they're bewildered that you're hurt even though they've called you such hurtful things and they've lied about you they've cheated on you they've done all this stuff and that the fact that you're angry or you're upset, even if it's rightly so, they're saying your emotions are not valid. Because you've got to remember the only truth that you have is your emotions, how you're feeling. You know, your truth is coming out and telling you every moment based on how you're feeling. You know, your truth is always there. And they must, they, it's a problem for them you being connected to how you feel. You're not allowed to be connected to how you feel unless they're controlling you and they know that they can control your emotions so they can be, you can feed them. But even then they want to control your emotions so you give them what they need, but then they don't want you to realize too deep down inside that you're so unhappy that you actually leave them. You know, that it's, they need you to feel confused and afraid of actually having or verbalizing or, um, you know, expressing your emotions because your emotions will get you to your truth. So they need you to feel like you're too sensitive. There's a problem with you. Yeah. So that that's the reason why you're being emotional and, and feeling all these, the trauma is that you, it's a problem with you. They need you to believe that. Um, which is completely not true. Your your emotions are telling you the truth. So the seventh common phrase that screams narcissist is, I have no idea what you're talking about. Or they might say things like, you are just totally illogical. Or your logic is so inferior to me. Or they might infer this, or they might say it out. Um, if you feel that way, that actually, you know, that you don't make sense that you're confused or, you know, it's another way where they're saying your thoughts, your ideas, when you express them are not valid. You're not allowed to have your thoughts. You're not allowed to have ideas. You're not allowed to have anything apart from what I say, that's what you need to do. What I say, you should think. Whatever I say, you have to do. I mean, it's ridiculous, but you know, there's no wanting to work together. There's, and and this is really important, right? Because the reason why narcissists can't evolve, can't um, grow, is because they don't take much on board. You know, they don't. They they're not very. They're not very. Um, you know, good. They, I mean, in terms of if you think about how well they do at work, it's through all this manipulation and mind games. But actually, when you look at their talents and skills, there's not really that much there. Um, and I think deep down, they know that as well. So 
If you are even a little bit different from them, what they think, it could just be one thing. They will make out that what you're talking about is a load of nonsense and they don't understand what you're talking about because you can't communicate properly. You're not very clear. Um, you're, you know, they might even make out that your, um, your English is terrible, you know, because you can't communicate effectively. So that is just basically the narcissist trying to have control over you. And to be fair, they think that they are better than you in everything, you know. They think that um, they are better at everything because obviously they're grandiose. But it is actually a paradox when you, because they're thinking about, they think that they are better, they're not better. And you know that as well, you know, that like, hence I said, they're not able to evolve, they're not able to grow because, you know, in, in Buddhism, there's a, the beginner's mind. If you believe you know everything, it stops you from actually learning more. You know, when you're, when you believe that, you know, I want to know more um, or you, and nobody can know everything, um, you're more open to learning so you can grow and you can evolve and you can become a better version of yourself. Whereas, you know, for the narcissist, they're giving you, a, everything is superficial, it's just surface level stuff. There's no depth, there's no real understanding to anything. Um, so there's a lot of empty promises. Everything about them is competition at the end of the day, right? You know, if you don't, what they don't understand is ultimately, that when they're able to give, they can receive, you know? And unfortunately, they aren't they aren't able to connect to that part of themselves because they don't have empathy. They don't have that ability to actually give to another human being, you know, to just work together. There's no there's no ability for that. So there's no we in a narcissistic relationship. There's no us in a narcissistic relationship. There's no compromise from the narcissist. Only for the narcissist, the narcissist exists and everything else, me, myself and I, is all that matters for them. So if you, if you have your own self, it's like for them, you are selfish. And, you know, that's, that's all it is. And they can't see that actually that everybody has a right to be themselves, to be their unique self and to step in their power. And if you are looking to step into your power again and to really find yourself once again, then please do look in the resources section and we will look at seeing if you're, you know, you can apply for my program that helps you get to a space of self-worth, self-love, self-acceptance and really understand what it is that you're meant to do in the world and really heal the trauma and really start to believe and trust in yourself so you can get to that point. And ultimately, what you really want to do is no matter what, no matter what happens, you must really focus on being loving, kind, affectionate, understanding towards yourself because love, love is the greatest healer and it's the antidote to narcissistic trauma because the narcissist is all about hate, the ego and what we want to get to is your true self, love, love, love yourself, be understanding towards yourself so you can start healing once again. So sending you so much love as always and till next time.